Exact same thing as we wore last time. I saved you guys. So I was wearing an Adidas tracksuit. Now I'm wearing a um, collision. 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 Oh, collision. Oh, I can't. I was gonna say they made a brand called Collision. Interesting choice of words. Do you mind putting this uh, over on the sofa? Thank you very much. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Aim a Little Higher podcast. Uh, if you don't know <laughs> us <laughs> by now. You're, ne- you're right. I was yawning. I'm literally in a state of hibernation. I can't <laughs> you, you don't agree with the winter, do you? No, the moment it gets cold, like I want to eat and I want to stay in bed. And I, that is that is it. I literally feel so lethargic. That's the extent of your, your plans for the day at the beginning. Yeah, what's an animal that hibernates? Uh, you've got hedgehogs? No, I'm not a hedgehog. You've got bears? Well, maybe. I'm yeah, quite a bear. Like I'd a bear. say I'm quite a bear. Yeah. Yeah, cute, be a bear. Cute as a teddy bear, fox. but then also very violent. I'd say a fox. I'm a fox. Yeah, because you're really smart. <laughs> oh, the, the, the cunning fox. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. And actually some of them were quite nice until you annoy them and then they're not so much. Foxes are quite nice. Foxes yeah, are lovely. They are what? Actually, they actually can be quite nice. I've watched up... too much Peter Rabbit. Yeah, literally. Foxes are evil. Growing up, foxes were like um, a bit of a bit verminy. They went into the yeah, category well, in, of like... Yeah, because you were in London though. But they weren't, like, when you... Considering how many foxes are in London, how many mm. times did you get bitten by one? Never. 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 Right, because they're actually quite nice. Uh, tell that to my rabbit. Tell that to Doogie and Boogie. Oh, you yeah? mean the animals that they actually eat in the wild? Tell that to Doogie and Boogie that you have who tried... are in my grandmother's garden, just chilling. That you have basically taken and projected your values on to be like, we're going to look after you, we're going to teach you the new way of life, like some weird cult. And they've <laughs> gone, oh, actually, well, we used to live in the wild. <laughs> These rabbits never lived in the wild. They were... They, they were bred specifically. Yeah, not, I mean, not any better, shop. really. <laughs> not any better. We got them from a pet shop. But my point is, someone made an extension to the rabbit hutch, mm-hmm. didn't think it through. So they made like, this little extension so they could be free and roam into the garden. Came home. Just fur. Yeah. So clearly, they decided to go on holiday and just like the new holiday destination. Did you just expect foxes back. to start? It was nothing to do with me. I was not the person who made this extension nor left them in the extension okay. whilst they were out. I was just the victim who came home to see Doogie and Boogie gone. Sad time. But I'm sure they just went on holiday to, to, to somewhere with lots of carrots and liked it, so stayed. So yeah, if you want to be a fox, you be a fox. Island. So, you see this whole school thing we've got going on, right? Mm. The goal of school in an ideal world would be you go to school, you, you learn about yourself, you learn about the world, you learn about different subjects, you figure out what your thing is, you leave, you decide if you want to go on to further or higher education, get your qualifications, learn some lessons and enter the world ready to take it on. Sounds great, right? Sounds 
Fabulous. Sounds perfect. Um, but what's shocking is the amount of people who feel like actually school isn't preparing them for the real world. And rather than just sort of go with either argument, I thought actually it'd be quite an interesting conversation to see where you sit on this whole thing. Does school actually prepare students for the real world? Where do you sit? Storm. Thanks for my intro since we didn't introduce ourselves this time. No, I think okay. last I, last week I introduced and you guys were like, if they don't know me by now. No, you skipped I over my that. introduction last time. I laid it on a plate so. and you didn't take it. You didn't take it. I'm going to hand over to Storm. Storm, who are you? <laughs> Storm. <laughs> I, think, I think the problem is before it directly prepared you, so it was to produce workers in the structure that was like the whole factory thing that's how where it all came from i think now like i said before i don't know if it was on a podcast or if it was like in a talk but i always viewed school as a stepping stone so it gives me the tools that i need mm. to go into the real world so i see it that way i think some people expect it to be like we're going to teach you everything that you need to know in the real world mm. and when you go into the real world there's nothing else that you need to learn I think that's where the argument that it doesn't prepare you comes from, but it prepares you to communicate, it prepares you to voice your opinions, it prepares you to like work out things on your own, it makes you independent, personal responsibility. There's a lot of little things that you don't realise you're learning during your school journey where when you do leave school and you go into the real world, you're like, okay, it mm. makes sense. So I think it doesn't, it's not a direct preparation in which it's giving you everything you need, but it's giving you the opportunity to like build the skills and have the experiences that are going to aid you in your adult life. Fair, fair. I feel you. Eliza, what do you think? Um, I think I agree with Storm to a certain extent. I think that like school is a place where you go and learn your foundation levels of what you need to know in regards to how you communicate with people, when you uh, stop talking to people or fall out with people, the fact that you might need to face them again the next day. Because <laughs> um, that's like a really hard lesson to learn and no one can put in like a sponge to sort of protect you in that moment to deal with things that you don't like doing. Um, because when you've grown up and you have to do your taxes or you have to go and ring the energy companies to t tell them you actually want to use the cheaper and energy is just insane but that's that for me was like taking part in PE like I didn't mm. like it I didn't enjoy it but I knew I had to do something and whether that was hiding in a cover that I occasionally <laughs> what <laughs> or whether I did actually take part you hid in a cupboard to avoid PE right in year in year 10 <laughs> I was fortunately very good friends with people in sixth form and in sixth form you had Narnia which was like a massive wardrobe basically <laughs> and so occasionally I used to go and hide in Narnia because back in the day no teachers cared whether you were in lesson or not like if you just went missing they were just like okay what on earth? clearly gone home clearly gone out like whatever they just didn't care <laughs> so um yeah sometimes i'd enter there and sometimes i'd actually go and sometimes it would be all right mm. um specifically in the summer i know i keep talking about summer yeah <laughs> i sound yeah, like Olaf, um but yeah like that was that was fine because you just used to i used to be like a fielder and you just use a sunbathe so you make the most of the sorry situation. a fielder who sunbathes if you were on my team we would be clashing. Do you know See, what? Here we go. And I did clash with a lot of competitive people. And do you know what? I learned 
oh well it doesn't matter they can get angry and i'm just chilling here oh my gosh <laughs> do you know what i i i have this thing of like i wish i'd met you earlier in life but the more i hear about us oh, as, as students I, we would have clashed. clashed hard if you dared be on my team in cricket around us, sunbathing in the field. And you would have genuinely got angry and I would have genuinely laughed. Oh. It's so funny that you're getting angry. I'm trying to win, especially if it was the, the interform games where we're trying to beat the yeah. other forms. I feel like you two would have oh, oh, oh. been like the enemies to lovers storyline. You would have <laughs> hated each other the whole of your school life, but as soon as you left, it would have started. You would have been like, what? <laughs> you two? To be fair, people were like that anyway. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah, so I think that it does teach you like those those things. I think sometimes in regards to the like the subjects, I feel like people pick really early. Like in year eleven, I didn't know, and I still like when people are like, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" Still to this day, I don't know. I'm like, mm. I still don't know. So picking those subjects was super difficult time, and mostly it was done on which teachers I liked and which teachers I didn't, and then an element yeah. of what I was good at. Yeah. So um, I think it teaches you those things. I think what it doesn't teach you, and I think like this is where people's backgrounds, people's nurture at home um, now differentiates your path and puts you in a either privileged position or doesn't. Like the element of I came from a mum that didn't really understand finances, didn't understand any of that, which some people might pe might think like that was not very privileged at all but for me it put me in a more privileged position because I was completely open to learning about her finances doing a food shop I know how much that cost I knew how much energy was like I knew all those things mm. so I wasn't kept in the complete and utter dark I think for some people that are like cotton wooled or their mum and dad did everything who might have been privileged because they went to school on time they left school on time they lived a really nice life but they weren't open or didn't see all of that so then when they left home they were like oh I didn't realize all of this I didn't mm. understand this like my mum was also self-employed as well as a teacher so I knew she had to do her taxes I knew that um and I think a lot of people don't understand what that means and didn't really look into that so I think so they that's... sort of turn around and say well school didn't prepare me for that yeah well, for you school didn't prepare you for it either but you found the opportunities to get yeah but time. again that was on a basis of my background yeah. so I think if we're setting a level playing field of preparing for life what do how do we level that out and I think it is by having something in school mm. that can educate people on those basic things of living um into like normality equally my mum didn't go to university my mum had this really good idea of university, the fact that I definitely should go to university, no matter what I studied, I should definitely go to university because it would open loads and loads of doors. My mum wasn't so hot on running your business and that's where our families are completely different. Mm. Your your mum and dad really wanted you to open a business, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so when we direction. look at my tax reports now, the amount of money I pay on student loan one, <laughs> student, <laughs> student loan two for my masters is a lot of money, whereas yeah. you're able to like bank the money that you have yeah. But would I be in this position now if I didn't have a master's? I know definitely not in this job I wouldn't be. Fair. Because they picked up on it. Fair. And so. your master's and this job, mm -hmm. it's not an obvious combination, is it? No, but I find it funny because I took psychology yeah. and what I've learned by taking psychology and what comes up time and time again in an interview is people love people that think they can read people. 
So every <laughs> single interview I've ever done, they're always like, oh, you took psychology. Oh, you, you're reading me right now. Oh, you'll probably really understand people. Oh, you're probably great with people. You're really... And I think it's the element of specifically the role that I'm in because I'm always like people facing but I think they think that psychology regardless what industry regardless what sector it's it's built around people Mm. and so they automatically think oh you've got a leg up there because you understand people more that's fascinating that's That's so interesting because that that um like that idea is not the same for sociology which is the actual, the actual study, study of people. Of literally. <laughs> and not the science side of things. Literally. And it's just so funny. Well, sociology was banned by Margaret Thatcher because she didn't want children learning about politics during that period of time. Mm. So it was really frowned upon. And basically she just, media-wise, massively ruined sociology and the right. outlook of it. So people frown to this day, you will frown upon sociology because we got told basically it's a bit of a nothing subject, stupid people do it. Wow. And actually it was just on the foundation that politicians didn't really want you to know about politics <laughs> when you were that young because it would infiltrate yeah, your, your ideology as you grow up. Wow. So yeah, it's like, it is. And I think it's like that, that fear, that understanding of the fact that stupid people take sociology and clever people take psychology because one's a science and one is just some fluffy stuff that really no one wants to talk about which is very clever marketing from that's crazy I did sociology and politics so she would have hated you number one <laughs> oh so i feel like it's almost like there's a few different elements that have been touched on but there's a recurring theme of like these transferable skills so, like, mm. still one of the things you mentioned was was communication, you know, and as you mentioned, like, dealing with situations that, like, making back up with friends the next day and those kind of things. So, actually, do you think there's a mistake when we look at education thinking, well, why isn't there a lesson for this, as opposed to looking at education and going, okay, what can I pick up from this that's transferable? Like, I think back to history. History was one of my favourite lessons at school, mainly because of the teacher, to be honest. I just think he was a fantastic communicator, um, strict, but if you did your work he had your back kind of vibe um and it made me really fall in love with the topic because i love how it was taught but then i look at history and like i don't think i've massively directly used what i've learned in history Mm. but when i sit down and think well what 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 did i like about history it's the communication it's the debates it's the looking back and looking for patterns and this happened before is that repeating now and seeing all of those little bits and being like oh okay history's actually taught me how to come up with an idea and know how to back it up, how to find real evidence, how to formulate an argument, how to write an essay. Mm. I now write speeches or think of my speech in the same way I think of how we got taught to write essays in history. Mm. You know, the appeal, point, evidence, explanation, link. That's gold. And I think we look, we look over it and we're like, oh, appeal, here we go. Peel is amazing. Like, mm. make your point, back up your point, explain why it's relevant now link it back to the thing we're actually talking about just basically how everyone should write cvs as well yeah tell me about it tell me about it so yeah i think it feels like we're just taking the wrong approach we're looking at it literally do i literally use algebra every single day arguably not i think you actually do use algebra more than you think like you know when you walk into the shop you only got like 10 quid in your pocket right <laughs> and you haven't got a basket so you got like just pick up a couple of that a couple of those that's algebra right there right because you i got i got 2b Two bananas because I know they cost. Ew. And then I got like three. Three. What do you mean you hate bananas? I hate bananas. I really tried to like them. They just make me want to throw up. What are you talking? 
Yeah. First sweet potato fries, now bananas. I thought this was common knowledge. I yeah, just it's common knowledge. And she doesn't like cold cheese. No. I know she doesn't like sweet popcorn. No. Which is just pff, disappointing. But this gets worse and worse. <laughs> I feel like we should have just done the interview now. You're going to turn around and say you like mangoes next, aren't you? I love mangoes. See what I mean? Weird. <laughs> and I bet you like coconuts too. Yeah. Good, that's the right response. They're, they're gross. I don't get it. I don't get the hype. Bounty chocolate bars? I wouldn't choose it, but I don't hate it. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> no one likes bounty chocolate bars. They're just there to fill the box. To fill nobody. The... Oh. See, this is the kind of type of stuff you have to deal with at school, and you're like, oh, now I'm nobody. <laughs> nobody. How rude. Oh dear. I guess my worry is mm. that I feel like since I went to school, that things have now been like, oh. So, for example, the stuff that I learned was because of the conflict that I encountered. And there was lots of it, like, yeah, a you're lot all girl of school, it. Right? Yeah, and, and also the police got called in a couple of times. Like, it was, it was a very, very bad situation at my school. But I think I learned, like, loads from that. You learn, like, if you're going to lie about a family member <laughs> that's famous, my friend was like, oh, yeah, my, I think, like, my uncle's, like, Michael Schumacher or something. <laughs> Um, turns out people find out and <laughs> then they take the bounty for a while until something else comes along. I think like your flaws are sort of like there to handle mm. not knowing my dad that was like shoved in my face from very early, which now I find funny. Mm. But I think like if I if that had hit me for the first time at work, mm. it's too late then because like you can't you can't be upset or on booty or whatever at work because you're grown. You haven't built the resilience. No. Of, of Whereas when I got like taking the mic out when I was younger, by like a couple of years in, uh-huh, a few uh-huh. years in, I was like, oh, this is funny actually. Like I don't mind so right. much. So I think those things are you work out like, oh, okay, I can deal with that. I can't deal with that. These are the type of people I'll probably surround myself with. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. And you find who you are as well because you associate with so many different types of people in a school. It's probably, apart from uni, it's probably the most like diverse time of your life. Uni yeah, is more really? diverse, but like school, if you weren't going to go to uni or whatever and you're going to stay in school, school is the most diverse your life will be because eventually when you go to work, especially now, a lot of people are working from home, you mm-hmm. don't find that diversity so much. Teens are a lot smaller. Yeah, so I think yeah, like true. it was it was the time where you get to experience those of different types of people to go, oh, actually, I don't align with any of you. I am definitely myself, mm. but I, I could hang out with these people that have these sorts of personalities a little bit more. But I think that was important learning curve. And I feel like now we're so worried about, bullying has always been bad, but it's always been there. Yeah. And I just worry that with any sort of conflict or anything that goes on, oh yeah, just have a day off school. I remember even when my brother was at school, with, he's six years younger than me, my mum was like, oh, if that's going to be a bad lesson for you, or if you're worried about that, okay, just stay off. And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Go into school. You might hate triple maths, but you're going to have to like learn maths. You're going to have to deal it. with stuff. Yeah that you don't like that's just life and it won't always be maths yeah. it'll be someone in the office that you don't like it'll be Ugh. going on a bus journey you don't like it'll be whatever it may be eating food that you don't like mm-hmm. when you go to an event like whatever it is but sometimes you have to just go through that motion yeah. and either learn how to lie or learn how to deal with it one of the two like not just oh no i'm just not going to see any conflicts at all because when you then leave school it comes into bigger decisions that you have to do that are actually going to possibly change your life mm. that you're like oh no well i can't handle it well too late then 
Yeah. There's no mean. more learning curves now. I know what you mean. And actually, that, that whole thing about the diversity and the people around you is, is huge. Like, my school was huge. So we had C-A-M-B-R-I-D-G-E-S. Ten. Ten forms. Just a bunch was, of random letters. No, it spelled Cambridge. And then it was, then our, then our year was so big it was Cambridges. So <laughs> our year group was Cambridge. I was like, what is going on here? Like, you started off with C. And then M was like, number three. I was like, what on earth is going on? Yeah, it wasn't like in alphabets. Our form, it was Cambridges. So you could have just said that rather than going C. Well, I was trying to get to the number. So had 10, we had 10 forms. And it's supposed to be Cambridge. We had so many students, they made an extra one. And each form had like, 25 to 30 people in so we had a huge year group yeah. and a huge school but there's no other time in my life where i've been surrounded by that many people yeah. and there are so many different groups and like even figuring out how to talk to this group and then go and talk to this group and then go and talk to this group and then go and talk to that group who are older students and that was so fun mm. and it was hard like i got it wrong many a time but figuring that out was amazing to have relationships and you know some deep relationships in your immediate friendship group but still to be like cool with other people other groups i remember like in mass i got sat next to someone from a more sort of like gothic edgy group and we got along so well and it was just we never talked to each other in any other environment but yeah. we actually got along really well um so it's like those moments i think we overlook when you think about preparing for the real world because it teaches you the people you think you'll get along with actually might not align with you on all your morals and values just because you both like football and people who you look at and go, oh, I, I can never be gothic or et cetera. Actually, on, as a person, on the morals and values and what they stand for, you could really click and find connections. So, yeah, there's so much stuff going on in school that I think if you sit down for a minute and really break it down, so much to learn. Like, I remember getting told off by my math teacher all the time. Walked upstairs on the top floor. You're not allowed on the top floor, but I'm a, I'm a rebel. So I was walking around the top floor. Because you walked up the stairs. Yeah. Two flights of stairs. I was on floor three. Yeah, bad man. Um, she came out. I was like, come out. And she started going in. And I was like, oh, have you done something new with your hair? And she like stopped in her tracks. Like, yes, I have. I like, oh, it looks lovely. And she's like, oh, thank you, come out. And like walked off. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have superpowers. You can, you can just be nice to someone who can't stand your guts. And it'll diffuse and they'll move on. And like, we argued for years. From that day on, I was like, I got this. And we were fine for the rest of my time in school. And it's like that little tiny lesson there of like kindness over venom and fight. I've taken that out into my life. Now, agree, sometimes too much. Sometimes I can be a bit more stern. <laughs> but it's helped me massively. So yeah, I completely, I completely agree. There's way more to it. Yeah. Do you have any moments that stand out for you, Storm, at school that taught you, that moulded you into the person you've become today? Not really. I just am. I just exist. But I was going to say, like, just to play devil's advocate a little bit for all of the people who are going to be, like, disagreeing, because a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. I think the argument that school doesn't prepare us for the real world comes from, like you guys said, like a literal perspective. Like, we don't yeah. have a class to teach us social skills, or we don't have a class to teach us how to do our taxes, or we don't have a class to do this and that. But I think people don't realise that teachers don't decide what classes you have. It's like a much bigger thing. Yeah. Um, there's like education, what are they called? The education secretary and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They yeah, make the decisions. Whole, yeah. So it's not like your teacher's fault that you're not learning <laughs> about taxes. It's the fact that they 
it's just not on your curriculum. If you ask most teachers, I'll tell you they'd much. They'd love to. <laughs> like whenever we do things like that, teachers are always like, I wish I could do this. Yeah. Because they can't. So it's not that school, your teachers in your school don't want you to know these things. It's just that it's the way it is, which is why I said like it's mm. kind of outdated but yeah. that's not yeah. their fault. So I think you kind of need to change your attitude a little bit towards school because you're going into it with a negative mindset, thinking everyone's against you and teachers mm. don't want you to do these things. They are actually more for you than you think Yeah, they are. We're in a generation right now as well, a time where you can access information about anything. Like, I'm learning right now about how to do copywriting because I've never learned it, so I'm learning about it now. Why? Because I've got the internet and I can learn literally anything. During lockdown, I, I did DIY for the first time. I was banned from painting in my house growing up because I was so bad. So, like, YouTube's come around, I'm doing DIY projects and stuff. When you find those gaps, there's nothing stopping you from going home and being like, do you know what, I'm going to take my real education into my own hands and do things yourself. Um, and like you say, teachers do care. That's why they bring us in. We get brought in to bridge that gap between education and the real world, to, to fill the gaps that teachers would love to fill but they can't with all the curriculum pressures, etc. And that's why that's why Aim a Little Higher exists because we've seen a problem. So don't think that this is a podcast telling you school's perfect. We love it how it is. No, not at all. There are so many gaps that it leaves when you go out into the real world. What we are saying is make the most of the opportunities that are there. Don't overlook the simple moments that could prepare you for the real world. And then when your school does bring someone like us in to do those extras. Like, appreciate it, acknowledge that, actually, yo, these teachers do really care about me being ready for real world, thus I'm doing a workshop with Eamon Hire about communication or taxes or the social media one we did in the... Uh, so, so yeah, they care. They, like Storm said, they don't have the control to change the curriculum on a whim. Um, but don't feel like you're wasting your time in school. We meet a lot of young people who feel like, why am I here? I could be doing so much more productive things. Yeah, school did teach me how to talk my way out of things valuable yeah like if you if like you pretend, yeah like just waffle if you pretend <laughs> if you pretend like you know exactly what you're talking about people are just going to agree with you because they don't want to seem stupid so so often i just pretended that i knew what i was talking about and my teacher would just be like yeah <laughs> like, yeah fair. <laughs> great and i was like mm -hmm. yeah it was speaking my way into free food that was the big lesson for me of like oh, i can have one pound 20 in my pocket yet still walk away with a pizza and a nice bun Sorry, this is pre-Jamie Oliver. Mm. Back when we had pizzas and ice buns and milkshakes. And... My school's canteen was unmatched. We had private chefs. This was what? Like, this is a public school, by the way. We had, like, private chefs, so you would walk in. In a state school? Yeah, you would walk in, and the first bit was, like, your, like, just quick food, so, like, pastas yeah. or whatever. Then it was, like, your main meal, which was always something different. Then we had a stir-fry bar Jeez. where you had like stir-fry, which is just like the noodles and like the meat. And then you had stir-fry with the veg and it was like, yeah. it was like a whole thing. And then we had like a whole drinks, <laughs> like wall and then a whole stuff. Oh. I miss it so much. Damn. Wow. No, we, we had like a little starters bit that was like a, a some salad if you wanted. And then we had, we the, had a salad bar. like three mains, like the, the pizza, the panini or the baguette. And I think they did the cooked thing. So every day there'd be some kind of cooked thing you could have. <laughs> the one in fridges with some drinks in. The non-brand drinks as well. You know the non-brand drinks? Like, I know what you're trying to be, but this isn't the yeah. actual drink. 
<laughs> oh, you lot lived life at school, man. I was I, happy I with a panini. Because we were, we were like in the trenches like you, but not for long. Um, I remember the switch when we went from like the normal canteen to like the new canteen. It was just so beautiful. I miss it so much. So did you ever get like the, the classic, you know, the pink mousse with the sprinkles on top? Yeah. yeah, we still had like. We still had the classics. Yeah, the classic. tarts. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we had like the school lunchtime staples. Mm hmm. Fair. It was there. They were probably just made better than yours. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, the whole like wasting time education I always find so funny. Like, why am I here? It's like, yeah. oh, sorry, what were you going to do otherwise? Um, but I also think like we. You have a brain, you have a right to do what you want. I always think be careful of who is hindering those thoughts on you to say like, oh, well, you can get really far without an education. Who cares? Because most of them are either very successful business people who have set up their own business, but spent night and day Grind doing their business. So they started from nothing and they worked night and day to do that. They weren't going out with friends. They weren't spending money anywhere. They weren't mm. doing any of that. So there's like a give and take or alternatively they're people that aren't doing very well <laughs> and so for me it's like be careful who you're taking advice yeah. from and who you want it to be surrounded by i know factually people who i surround myself with the jobs that i have gotten um are on the foundation of being educated mm. so whether that be the a levels that i've had the degree that i had the masters that i've got it has been picked up in every single interview that i've gone to because it just teaches it just shows them that you had uh belief in yourself that you could deal with a bunch of work being thrown at you mm. and you can complete things they're not worried about you walking away they're not worried about you getting fed mm. up or getting bored they know that you're going to stick with something which right now is really important so i just think like be careful of who you're getting your advice from at the end of the day you can't leave school anyway until you're 16 so yeah and you still have to be some kind of formal education to your 18 so you may as well just embrace it and like i mean my mum was very harsh on me but like you got given a life and other people died so i'd rather you take full advantage of the prior the, the options that you've got given because other people didn't have those options so they got those options taken away and who are you to say oh no actually and turn your nose up at it like yeah. it's been easy and i know people don't like that like perspective view because you're like well i'm here but there are people in this world who would give their arm to have an education especially a free education and an education that lasts so long with such, such varied topics where you can speak freely you can debate you can learn so yeah don't underestimate the 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 blessing we've got of actually being able to have an education system in this country that we can access for free. And also, I understand bullying is bad, and I understand that certain lessons or certain teachers are not very nice. Mm -hmm. But what I would say is don't let them disenfranchise you and where you're going to end up just because they're annoying you or they're nasty right now. Yeah. You like get better at comebacks, build a, <laughs> build a stronger resilience and get used to it because then it means that right now you have those chances to slip and fall and you cannot control their actions what their beliefs are what they do um if they're physically hurting you that's sort of a different story yeah, different emotionally story. you like we should be able to handle whatever comes our way because you're going to come across those people in work you're going to come across those people in life but you need to be able to go over that hurdle and right now is the time to learn it so j do that and don't let them take those opportunities away from you because in like three years time five years time you won't know who they are yeah. they won't have an Thanks. inkling on your life but you could have given up your whole entire education on the foundation that they were really nasty Thanks. and it's just like it's 
it's unacceptable. Yeah. I got to the point where I started dishing out, which you probably learned, <laughs> dishing out worse than I got given. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it worked for me. I'm not saying do the exact same, but it worked yeah. for me. Everyone has flaws. Yeah, and if all else fails, just be selfish about it. So the only, only thing that got me through maths is not wanting to retake. Mm. So because of that, I was like, I just need to get through it. Just do what you got to do, get through it. Because I didn't want to have to spend another year doing something I didn't like. Yeah. So it's best to just do your best now rather than have to do damage control later because it's going to take up more of your time doing something you don't want to do. True. Tell me about it. And I think you made a good point about be careful who's giving you the information. This whole dropped out of college, dropped out of uni. They dropped out of Harvard. Like, they dropped out of Yale. Like, the, the levels of, of, of uh, the message aren't going through. Like, oh yeah, I dropped out. Yes, after a year at the top university in the world where you made connections yeah. and you had the money to be there in the first place and had investment of however many million into your idea that's going to be supported moving forward. Like, be careful when you hear these messages of, I dropped out and I'm fine. You're there anyway. You have to be in education anyway. Yeah. Oh, so a lot of people are going to say, well, my parents did it and they're fine. You've got to remember there was a very different time when your parents were in school and opportunities were different, how you got them were different. Mm. Now it's very competitive. There's people who can, like you said, learn skills online. So it's not enough to just want to do something yeah. and go out and do it. Like, just acknowledge it was different. And you're not your parents. You, you should be level Yeah, if, level your parents, up. if your parents are fine, you should be great. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Please don't let your current circumstances be your goals for life. That's your current circumstances. That's your starting point. So if that's what you've seen around you. Be like, all right, cool, this is nice. Let me, let me level it up in whatever way you can. And education is a great way to do that. So uh, I hope we've convinced you that there is a point to you spending some time at school. If you have any questions, Freestyle Friday's going to come up this week. If you've got some questions, part. Uh, if you've got any more, chuck them in. If you're a school who's like, we want to fill some of these gaps, get in touch. We'll help you do it. Uh, I've been Kamal, and always will be. Eliza. And Storm. Thank you for listening, people. We will see you on Freestyle Friday. Have a fantastic week at school. Value your education. And learn. Learn. Learn every day. And when you think you're done learning... Learn about how you could learn again. Maybe reflect on the things you've learned. <laughs> and once you think I've learned enough, no, no, no. Realize you've, you've not learned enough. The more you learn, the more you realize you, you have to learn. The more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And that, that is the beauty of education. That is the evolution of the education journey. So you go out there. You learn <laughs> and grow and continue. And you, you yeah, you learn and continue and grow. Learn how to talk to people. Oh my god. <laughs> learn how to overcome. Alright, the reason I was talking is because we're doing these little Easter egg things at the end of an episode, right? So if you've made it to this end of this episode, want you to drop us a DM on Instagram or um, the TikTok, because Storm might pick that message up. Instagram's I only recently found out, though. We have to be following them. To, for them to message us? Yeah. Ah, forget the TikTok. Message us on Instagram. Send us a DM on at Aim a Little Higher um, or at Kamal Hyman, right? And just say, I 
love to learn. <laughs> That's it. Just say I love to learn. And we're going to send you a free Aim at High Top in the post because you've made it to the end of the episode. So, hey. Good for you. Peace. Hey. We'll know the sound's working because you should start spelling what I'm saying. Get me. Did it not do that last time there?